Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 1st of November, 2016. This is The Gap, episode 344. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here tonight. I am here tonight, yes. As opposed to not being here. As opposed to that, yeah. Which is a change. Um, it isn't a change. It's, that's, that's the norm. The norm. Uh, we're the sta- norm. We're starting uh, 10 minutes early tonight. I know. Huge, huge <laughs> early start. Which is perfect. It's exactly what we're aiming for, so that's good. Yeah, so it'll be a shorter podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> because we're starting early. So yeah. you'll see that reflected in the length of the podcast. That makes a lot of sense. Last week was like three fucking hours. It's because you insisted on spending 45 minutes <laughs> making everyone listen to a guy who, by general consensus, sounds nothing like a fucking pirate. I'm pretty sure he sounds like a pirate. 100% we have sure. multiple people have now <laughs> chimed in to explain to you that he sounds nothing like a pirate, and yet you insist. It's he odd. definitely is a pirate. Uh, it's not my fault. People are dumb. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> I think you've got that backwards there. Uh, okay. I think the smart people uh, can recognise that he sounds nothing like a pirate. The problem is you've only um, you've actually only seen pirates. Uh, in ads about video uh, video piracy. So you've got, actually, you've got no idea what a pirate sounds like, so... Well, I wouldn't download a car. That's about as much as I know. I fucking would. What type of car? A Tesla. A Tesla. You have this fucking giant heart on the Teslas. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. What a a weird, what a weird, (laughs) you know, uh, heart on you've got for this car that... Uh, looks amazing and doesn't use any petrol and is, you know, spectacular. Why not and get drives, like- And fucking drives itself. It drives itself. It doesn't drive itself. That's crazy. It does drive itself. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Pretty sure it doesn't. It does. <laughs> Skynet drives it. Who would know <laughs> what drives this car? Tesla's number one fan or a guy who- just drops eighty thousand dollars on a fucking new WRX. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure who. <laughs> me? I think it's, I'm right. It's me. How many cars do you have, Job? Uh, zero. Ah, uh, well, I'm winning. <laughs> Why? How many do you have? One. <laughs> the Tesla isn't a car. <laughs> what is it? It's a. It's it's, it's a, a device to save. <laughs> it's a device to save the planet. Luke, okay. So focus up. Fair Look, if anyone from Tesla is listening to this, hook brother up. We will review a Tesla. Okay. I will shill so fucking hard for a free Tesla. You've got no idea. We, we'll, we'll call this the Tesla podcast, and we'll just podcast about Teslas. Okay? Yeah. That's how far I'm willing to go to get a free Tesla. Okay? I have a feeling that our listeners would stop listening. Don't say these things. Don't okay. let te- the people at Tesla know that. Ah, uh, this is a... This is a trick. Hmm. You're just trying to get a free car out of this job. Yeah. Yeah. And the last horse crosses the post. That's a that's a horse racing reference because it's Melbourne Cup Day. I didn't realize it was Melbourne Cup Day mm-hmm. until this morning. Did you get dressed up? No. My wife comes out and she's like, what do you think of my shirt? And it's a shirt with horses all over it. And I'm like, it's good. I don't know if it's appropriate for work. She's like, what? And she left, and two hours later, someone was like, Melbourne Cup's on today. I'm like, horses on the show. Oh, that makes sense to me now. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I had no idea. I was going to go work in an office today. Hmm. Then I decided not to because the Melbourne Cup was on. Well, you wouldn't have done any work anyway. No, I would have been that guy who sits there. Hmm. Like, two things happen on Melbourne Cup Day for me. Either I get so fucking drunk that I get kicked out of the slip-in, yep. which is notoriously difficult to do, or I sit there doing work while everyone else get around me gets really drunk and rowdy and gives me shit about working when they're drinking. Yeah. Those are the two things that happen. So, fuck Melbourne Cup Day in offices. I've got no no time for it. Okay. Did you get drunk or what? No, I worked. Um, I went downstairs because I figured there'd be food. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was cheese. There was no pies. Um, so, then I left. Pies. Pies is your measurement for quality catering at a Melbourne Cup lunch. Yeah. Well, that that's that's... Yes, our lunches. Yes, <laughs> like if they've got pies, you know it's 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 going to be a good uh, free lunch. Oh yeah, or free snack. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, I was going to say, are they like mini pies or big pies? No, mini pies. How many mini pies do you reckon it'd take to make a full pie? Uh, five. Five. Probably about five. Six. Yeah. Five. Six. If it was I'm six, five. Yeah. If it was six, and I think it's six personally. To make a good sized pie, you can nest. It'd be like seconds and hours. Six six mini pies makes a pie. Hmm. Six meat pies makes a family pie. Uh, six family pies makes a giant pie. Yeah, yeah. The thing I don't like about mini pies is that, like, if they've been cooked to the crap, and you stuff it the whole thing in your mouth and you don't realize and then your mouth starts burning and you're like, yep. fuck, well, what am I supposed to do with this now? Mm. And then all of a sudden your mouth is burnt. And that's not that, fun for anybody. No, that's that's not ideal. Uh, that's pretty much the worst case scenario. The worst, like the bad thing about doing that in a public situation is that you cannot spit the pie straight out again. Yeah. What do you, you just have to leave it there? Like doing, like that's- blowing air out and back in so that it can cool it down. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're in a group of people and everyone's doing the same thing, but you can't spit it out. It's pretty weird that as a society we have decided you cannot... Sp- like, spitting food out is more important than literally searing the flesh inside your mouth. Like, people yeah. would rather burn their fucking faces than, spit, like, look impolite by spitting food out. Yeah. We've gotten to a, a point, I think... It's probably too late for the human race. Should we start a trend? What, just spitting food out? Yeah, like, if it's too hot, just fuck yep. it. And be like, it was too hot. Do you want me to sue you for having giving me hot food? Maybe fuck. it's a slippery slope. Why is it slippery? Maybe, I, don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's a slippery slope because, you know, one time you spit food out because it's too hot. Next time you just spit food out because, you know, why not? Yeah. Uh, like you don't like it. And then the third time you spit it out because you thought it would be funny and chaos, anarchy. Hmm. Uh, human race is even worse off than it was when they were literally burning their own face off. Yeah. Well, we just, we just got to the bottom of some shit. This is why our show goes three hours. This is actually this exactly is why. We, uh, we should start talking about some games. We should. Let's talk about our Dead by Daylight. Okay. Why not? Um, Why don't you talk about something you can talk about mostly so I can eat my dinner? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll talk about Gears of War 4. 
awesome. I finished Why it. are you still playing this? Oh, okay. Go. Yeah, I was... Um, I think the last time I spoke about it, I was still kind of working my way through the campaign. I think I was around about Act 3, <clears throat> or the late end of Act 3. Yep. Um, and then I, I basically just sat down over the, the weekend and, and blasted through the last two acts. Um, yeah. And uh, it's it's good. I, I think it plays it very safe in terms of the stuff that it does. Uh, it doesn't really, like, detract much from the original game. I think I said this last time, I'm not too sure. But, like, like you're pretty much facing up against the same types of enemies um, that don't really do too much new. Uh, it's the same, like, cover-based stuff. They throw a few, like, little... Uh, sorry, not a little bit, big set pieces in there, um, which are a lot of fun to do. But otherwise, it, it doesn't do anything overly uh, overly different. But in saying that, it's still a lot of fun to play. Um, and the thing that I was worried about, which I thought it was going to do, which was um, the story just seemed like it was a bit too slow. So I didn't think they were going to wrap things up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the case. They've definitely lined up for like a, some sort of trilogy or something like that. What the uh, fuck is, is with it? Like- kind of sucks. With fucking Microsoft games not wrapping shit up at the end. They're like, oh, you'll have to find out in the next game. No, fuck you. Hmm. Fuck you. I'm not playing that. I'm not playing this one now. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> and I'm not going to play the next game either. Fuck them. Yeah. I'll play the next Halo just so I can review it. But yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I'd be done. I'd be like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. You want to treat me like a chump and like fucking breadcrumb me like fucking story no just like why don't you write one coherent story why don't you master one coherent story first and then i will come back to your fucking sequel organically but mm. you can't you can't even manage that so fuck you yeah i don't know if that's the case with gears of war i'm talking about halo sorry yeah. The, well, the other thing is, like, the way they wrap it up is they do, like, a big reveal at the end, obviously. Um, but I was like, oh, okay. And had to go read up on Wikipedia what that meant, because I didn't know what the fuck it was alluding to. Uh, you know, because I haven't played the last Gears of... No, Gears of War 3 was quite a while ago. I can't really, really remember judgment? what... No, 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 3. Because a Judgment I didn't play at all. Um, okay. But I had to go back and, like, well, yeah, in terms of, like, the story, what happened, I needed to refresh my memory and, and kind of figure out, oh, okay, this is why this is some sort of reveal thing. But it's not really that huge. It's just, like, a something that happens at the end. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough, whatever. Yeah, it's just structured really strangely. Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't quite agree with that. I think that's something Nathan said as well, is that it kind of just leaves it on a, a weird cliffhanger but for me that cliffhanger was like uh okay that's a cliffhanger but why is it a cliffhanger i'll have to go read up on it <laughs> and that's kind of bit shit like i shouldn't have to have the exp- the ending explained to me in a wikipedia text um so yeah that was kind of crap but otherwise like i had fun with the game and it's very well made um it looks pretty runs awesome on pc really well on pc um so i can you know, if you're the type of person that does like those Gears of War games, then definitely check it out. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I still want to play Horde mode, though. Nobody's... I don't know. Nathan's the only one that's got it, I think. So, he's the yeah. only one I can play it with. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I want to say. Because those last two chapters I got through quite quickly. It wasn't a huge amount of effort, but it was fun. <laughs> um, 
are you finished? Sort of, yeah. Go. Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Dead can, by Daylight. I can get started on this one. Um, so last week they uh, they did two big new updates. One was a major patch, uh, which changed a bunch of stuff that I cannot remember what they've done off the top of my head. Uh, I guess a bunch of balance changes and, and weird shit like that. Sure. Um, but otherwise, the other big thing is they released their uh, their new lot of DLC. So they've got a new killer in there and a new survivor, which is from the Halloween series. So Michael Myers is in there and, and Laurie as a survivor. Um, now, you've played a little bit of this, right? You were saying? Yeah, I played four but, games now. But you didn't buy it, right? You're just playing as... As, as a survivor, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can you can still play the um, Dead by Daylight DLC without actually um, having it. So what they've done is for the um, for the killers, uh, there's this blood web system where you can unlock upgrades and um, and unlock uh, new items and, and stuff like that and add-ons uh, within the game. And there will be an item in there that will allow you to play as one of the um, as Michael Myers, if you don't actually have the DLC, which was something I, I think I was complaining about a little while ago, saying that I don't really agree with them locking behind a like a pay paywall in case it becomes too OP at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's a cool little thing they've done to kind of incentivize people to to at least try them out and see what they think. You don't have to pull out the five bucks or whatever it is, six bucks, I think it was, um, six to play. Bucks, yeah. uh, but. He's a lot of fun. He definitely changes up the style of gameplay that the other um, the other killers kind of bring to it. Uh, so th- he's he's basically a really weird one where his his main ability is called Stalk, and it has three different levels. And in the first level, uh, it makes his terror radius, which is what the survivors uh, can hear when they're nearby the uh, killer. It's like a heartbeat sound, so that terror radius is greatly reduced. So it's a smaller, a very small radius. Um, and it also makes him uh, invulnerable to detection perks. So if somebody on the survivor team does have a way of detecting him that the killer is nearby, that also does not work. Um, and then basically that's his like... Uh, there's three levels to this meter and in order to build up that meter he uses his stalk ability and he does that by looking and watching survivors uh from a distance or up close so you use that in conjunction with your first level of of this ability and you can get up quite close to the survivors without them actually knowing you're there and what you end up doing is you just stand there watching them and you build up this meter and then once it gets to, it progresses to the next level, then it unlocks another set of things that you can do. So, for instance, the second level is um, it basically makes you uh, move a bit faster, and I think uh, I think attacks are slightly quicker, something like that. Uh, and then the third level of this ability makes it like a sixty-second one-hit kill, so you can go in and just destroy people. So you can kind of play it up different types of ways. Uh, you can either just like go in and get it to that second level and just run around and cause some mayhem, or you can sit back, let them do a few things, and then go and start just one-shotting people, uh, which can be a lot of fun. 
And the first time I actually played it, I didn't know what his abilities were. I didn't actually read read up on them. I just jumped into a game as a survivor and it scared the fucking shit out of me because I was standing there repairing a generator and one dude had been, um, had been hit and so he was running around and all of a sudden I turned around and the survivor's running towards me and he runs around from this um, like archway and I, I start healing him and then all of a sudden fucking from around the corner Michael Myers is like right there running towards me I'm like what the fuck is this like what's going on where's his where's his terror radius like it didn't tell me he was here and I like full on just screamed into the um <laughs> into the game and then just piss bolted off like because it was just something I just was not expecting at all um so I think that's really cool like it brings a new it actually brings the the tension back into the game and the like it actually makes it a bit more scary kind of like the first time you kind of played these games because uh it was scary the first time you played it but it's gotten to the point now where I, I kind of know how the game's mechanics work so i know when something is about to happen but now it's brought it back to a point where i i don't know what's going to happen because um i don't know if he's behind me or if he's you know in the corner watching me and it can be fucking freaky as shit when you turn or you're doing something and you look to the left and he's just standing there watching you and you're like fuck and you just got to get up and leg it because you can't let him build up that meter um because that that's just not a really good thing for you to do it's so, bad for you and the entire team and the team yeah you need to get away um yeah and i just think it's super interesting that they put this in there like it's a different way of playing it and it makes it like a um, like a movie killer, like the type of person that you'll see them standing there at a distance. Like, what the fuck are they doing? They're just like looking at me. Uh, and I think that's that's really cool, cool way of, of implementing another um, another killer into the game. But he's he's also got a few other things like uh, his his main perks. Uh, I think they call them. Um, they end up being like teachable perks that you can kind of unlock the other killers. But he's got three. One of them is basically a um, like a play with your food, so you can let your uh, survivor get away, and that gives you a token and makes you a little bit quicker um, in terms of speed. It's like five percent or something very small, but if you do that like three times, all of a sudden you're fifteen percent quicker. And every time you do an action, then it removes a token from um, from that perk. So you kind of want to try and build that up and make yourself really quick and, and out, outrun the um, survivors. So that's one of his, uh, like, special perks. Um, he's got another one, which is... What's the other one? Oh, basically, they've introduced a new mechanic as well called Obsession. Um, and this is also really cool so uh these new abilities there's a um basically like a a target within the game so somebody that you need to go after or somebody that is like um like the the one like in a horror movie is always like that one person who is the, you know the main character or the one the killer is trying to go after and this yep. is kind of like what it's alluding to so there's um there's a bunch of new perks in there that kind of tie to this obsession uh this these obsession perks so if you you can have like positive and negative ones in there so there's like uh some of the positive ones will be if you let your obsession survive you'll be able to uh maybe move quicker or run around quicker and um have less um 
less up to, like if you try and do a strike it'll it'll the recovery time will be quicker uh, or there's other stuff in there where if, if you manage to get your obsession uh then you'll receive a um sorry if you manage to hook your obsession and, and kill them then like the other survivors in the game will have a penalty to their the, all their objective stuff so they'll be able to, they'll be repairing slower they'll be healing slower they'll be sabotaging slower um so all their objective based stuff will be like completely fucked um so there's some really cool stuff with with those types of mechanics that they put in there and that's that also you you can use that on the other killers as well once you once you teach it to them so they've added a i guess a couple of new things into this update which make it really interesting and change up the gameplay a little bit how do you select the obsession that's something i couldn't really work out so it's actually random um at the at the sorry, it's it's random in terms of who it gives it to, but these obsession stuff also uh, the survivors have abilities that can like have positives to them, so they can be um, maybe you want to be the obsession, and then that grants you uh, you know quicker healing as well. Like the, it kind of balances both ways they've put in there. So uh, okay, if, if you're if you pick one of these obsession perks as a survivor and somebody else has uh, another perk that kind of ties into that as well then it'll just randomly pick one so yeah it, it's just it's not exactly like oh i've got the i get to pick on the obsession it's just it'll be a random thing depending on how many people in the game have got those perks so you might have perks loaded up to to work with that obsession um mechanic but whether or not you'll get it is depending on how many other people in the game are running it and i'm not too sure at the moment, if that's a thing that's like happening a lot, I don't know if it's in the meta. I haven't played mm. too much of it, but I'm sure they'll balance it and, and try and figure things out. But yeah, it's just a really interesting um, new mechanic they put in there. I think is really really smart. Uh, so yeah, he's really fun to play. He's very uh, he's very different to the other the other killers they've got in there. Um, but in terms of the new survivor, I haven't really had a chance to check her out at all. But, yeah, a lot of her stuff is pretty much based on that obsession stuff, which you'll, which you'll end up um, unlocking and giving to the other, to the other uh, survivors at some stage. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how they go yet. I haven't really tried that much. I think the one that she's got, which doesn't tie to uh, this obsession stuff, is um, she's got this ability where if she does get caught, she's able to do a skill check and then... Um, basically stab the killer and then get free Break and run free. away yeah which is kind of interesting i think that's only once per game i've never seen it happen in action but um yeah that could be something interesting in there uh yeah so that's cool i don't know they're, they're doing some some really interesting things in there they also put in a new map which is from uh, which is from the um halloween series halloween series i've never seen them so i don't know I don't know, like, how they tie into it, but it's called uh, Haddonfield. It's it's basically a, like, suburban street area with a bunch of houses and basements and stuff like that, which is which is really cool. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I played it, and I'll tell you what, I was pretty confused. Yeah. You, you, you were like, oh, dude, you've got to play it, and don't read anything about it. You're going to fucking love it. And I'm like, I, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down, sure. I'll check this out. Uh, and, 
Yeah, I go in and I played like three games and all three games, well, one of the games, uh, the killer just quit as soon as we got the gates open. Uh, <laughs> hadn't hooked anyone. I think he'd hit one person once. Hmm. I hadn't seen him. I didn't even see Jason until the fucking second game. I didn't even see him the first game. And I went- Michael looked, Myers, not, not Michael Jason. Myers, right. Uh <laughs> That explains... Oh, man. Yeah, that explains quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> oh, I can't remember anything about the Halloween movies. Jason... What does Jason do? Jason Voorhees is like the hockey mask. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go, you know, I'll go repair this other generator. So I repair a sixth generator. I, I get like four of the fucking five that we need mm-hmm. uh, without seeing Michael Myers at all. And then I go, like, we open up the fucking doors. I go get a sixth. And I'm like, oh, he's probably going to quit if I, like, do too much more. So I better go, better leave. He's obviously garbage. And so I left. And then the second one, and yeah, five down, didn't see shit. Open the doors, killer quits cool third game actually saw him was pretty freaky wasn't standing just standing there staring or anything it was just playing like a killer does chasing me and stuff uh, managed to get away i haven't been uh executed by by him once or like hooked and sacrificed once or anything like that yeah and that was it. And I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Well, all of my dailies are for being a wraith. <laughs> okay, so you're like, yeah. Which I is a level one fucking killer for me. So I guess I better go fucking do that with no perks against people who've got fucking infinity shit. And so, yeah. I went well, that. they shouldn't if it's matchmaking you up against level 20s. Lol. Yeah, good luck. The season had just reset, so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe I think you just got unlucky with people not like n- knowing understanding the game <laughs> i guess that's one of the the things that you the one of the dice rolls you have to play with dead by daylight right like if if all the killers are shit how the fuck is it supposed to be scary but the season was reset two weeks ago right i don't know i don't know man I uh, maybe people playing. just jumping in to try out the new killer yeah i i, I guess that's probably what it was because when I was in there, I was playing up against, like, level five people. Um, mm. So that would mean people knew, kind of knew what they were doing. As opposed to just yeah. running around disconnecting. <laughs> True. But, uh, yeah, I didn't find it very scary. And I was prepared. Uh, the thing I found the most scary, I think, was, um, like, it plays, like, a stinger. A music stinger. Oh, yeah. So they changed the, the music. Movie. Yeah. And it freaks me out. Yeah, that's fucking... So, every time he levels up, it plays one of those um, as well. So, uh, kind of, you'll, know, you'll know, oh, fuck, like, I've got to keep clear because he's leveling up. Uh, and you'll also know when he loses it because it does the same thing. Uh, but they also changed a bunch of the other music and the way that works as well and hmm. things in there. They gave a big buff to the Wraith. Um, they made him less... Uh, less... Sorry, more invisible. <laughs> Uh, and then also made him not be able to be detected by crows, so he won't scare them away while he's invisible. Oh, okay. Fair which enough. is a cool buff, because you could always, like, see crows flying away in the distance. He'd be like, oh, he's coming, uh, and then kind of hide. 
So, yeah, but the whole disconnecting thing, that's something they are working on for killers. I think that's something you were complaining about. I did read that in the last update saying that they're working on uh, that. That's in the works to try and fix that or stop people from doing it. Cool. Yeah. Noise. Um, they also added in like a new system for um, upgrading stuff. So they've, they understand there's a problem with the, uh, I guess, the, the upgrade mechanic or the, the leveling up. It's very grindy. So they put in a, sh- it's called like the Shrine of shards or some shit yeah i saw these new a new currency that i had to level up i guess yeah so what that does is every time you play a match you get these shards uh, and then you can use those shards to purchase teachable perks um i think they're teachable perks or perks within the game so that no longer makes it like a um like a random pretty much every time you level up you get a you'll get a, a perk and it's kind of random. You, sometimes you'll get one thing, the next time you get something else. But this one, this uh, new shrine thing, every, I think it's a couple of days, it resets and gives you four new ones and you can kind of jump in there and choose. So you can you can do that if you want to. It's just another way of them allowing you to get perks quicker. Um, but they've also said they're going to rework the um, that blood web system and, and try and make it less grindy as well. They're still figuring that out, but that's something they also mentioned in the last update. Uh, so yeah, it's it's fun. I, I I enjoy it. It's uh, yeah, he, he's really interesting to play. He's he's very fucking scary because he, because his terror radius is so small. Yeah, you just don't know when he's nearby. Um, and he's doing something which is can be shit. <laughs> I mean, I I personally I I don't I don't know. I find that if I don't know, maybe maybe you walk past me a bunch. Yeah, you, like, you just and, didn't know. And I just didn't know, and he never knew that I was there literally completing the objective that would allow me to win. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that might have happened a couple of times. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I just find that if I hear the terror radius, it's usually I'm fucked anyway, so or I'm about to be fucked. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we, we should jump in on a group game. Yes. And go fuck fuck off some killers. Very yes. Annoy the shit out of them. Definitely. I very much want to. Um, cool. All right. What else we got? What Let's else? Talk about Dark Souls 3 real quick. Yeah. Yeah? You tried to play some? Tried to play it. And uh, for some reason, my Xbox 360 controller won't work with it. I'm not playing this game on keyboard and mouse. And I've tried everything I can think of. Hmm. Uh, short of, I think the only solution that I haven't tried because I didn't really have time. I was like jumping in because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to take half an hour for some lunch. Like, yeah, I'll play some Dark Souls, see it, see what the new DLC is like. Um, and so I, I turn it on, doesn't work, try a couple of different things, try my controller in a different USB port, uh, three different USB ports, try a different controller, nothing's working. The only thing left to do is to, like, disable shit mm. uh, in my hardware. I've got to disable, apparently, uh, disable some HID-compliant ports or some shit. Yeah. But I'm like, this is supposed to be my fucking lunchtime break. I'm not fucking doing this shit. I'll do it later. I'll do it another time. I'll just play some Battlefield 1. But I, I jumped in and played a little bit with a mouse keyboard, keyboard anyway. Just see if I can actually get into the uh, DLC. It's actually unbelievably easy to get into. I won't say how, but um, 
yeah, if you're interested in finding out, um, it's, yeah, and you've got a save game that takes you all the way to the end of the game, um, then you can do it pretty easily. And uh, even if you're not interested in Googling it, uh, you can you can stumble across it pretty easy, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's cool. You get transported uh, into the new area, and it's all snowy and shit. Um, I like snowy areas in Dark Souls, I'm going to be honest. So you don't have to figure out where the fuck you're supposed to go? Oh, no. It's just like, boom. <laughs> not really. Uh, it's, it's not like you have to go underneath a fucking waterfall behind a fucking hydro or some shit. Yeah. You just sort of you go to a bonfire, and if you're paying any attention at all, you'll work it out from there. Okay, cool. But yeah. It's easy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, jumped in, rolled around. It was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've been here. It's not very good. <laughs> it seems um, like the consensus is it's not very good. Well, yeah, I'm only fucking 15 minutes in and I was playing with the mouse keyboard. So, like, obviously, I'm not the, the fucking be all and end all opinion on this. Like, I barely played it. I haven't made it up to any bosses. I killed about eight enemies and fell down a fucking cliff. That's about it. Cool. Uh, did you buy this again or what? how did you? <laughs> uh, no. Um, Namco, well, Bandai Namco fixed my lost game. They okay. fixed, oh, God, did, they, it. did they fix mine? <laughs> Let me have a look. I think you have to ask them to fix uh, it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I might have to do that. Do it, do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's my very short Dark Souls 3. Hopefully, uh, depending on how much fucking time I've got. Uh, there isn't a lot, but uh, um, hopefully I'll, I'll play some more. If I get my keyboard, uh, controller working, that'll be my my downtime game while I'm playing something else for a review all weekend instead of going to PAX. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, big plans, but uh, yeah, just haven't had the opportunity to play it because obviously we lost our copies of Dark Souls for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, anyway... What's next? Uh, fantasy basketball. Okay. That's, yep. What happened fantasy basketball? Uh, I lost to Drew. Yeah. My first week, I lost 3-6, which is depressing. You lost 3-6. I lost 3-6, yep. Who, who are you playing against? I was playing against Paul. Paul, uh, I wanted to talk to you about your new auction system. Go on. <laughs> It's garbage, and I hate it. Yeah. Uh, look, it's got to be daily. Make it daily. Everyone keeps getting fucked on failing to win an auction. I have not, by the way, yet lost an auction. Uh, obviously, as always, I've already done the ma- most ad drops out of anyone, because that's just how I roll. But also, I, I've drafted some real stinkers and uh, had to fix that shit. Now I have to fucking drop Ricky Rubio because he's out indefinitely and he was already underperforming. So see you later, you fucking tiny little elf. Um, But yeah, like if I were to fail to swap, so let's say I've got Ricky Rubio and I want to swap him for another, another point guard, obviously. Uh, Who's that heat? Who's the guy on the heat? Tyler Johnson. Sure. So I want to swap him for Tyler Johnson, mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, I like I have to bid, and let's say I don't bid enough. Let's say I bid like three bucks. Uh, 
yep. and someone else bids four, which literally happened today, I do <laughs> find it hilarious that people get fucked on their auctions. Uh, to explain to everyone at home, like this season, if you want to pick someone up off the waiver, uh, you have to bid a certain amount. And if anyone bids, it's blind auction. If anyone bids more, then they win. Uh, if everyone bids the same, then it goes based on uh, the reverse of draft order. So whoever went last goes like it's priority and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if if I fail, yep. if I fail to get Tyler, yep. then I'm fucked until three days later. Two days because it's, it's every second day. It's not every second day. It's a. It's there's three. Yeah, Thursday. So there must be one day. There's three, right? Yeah, which is the off day. The off day, Thursday, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. So it's every second day. It's Monday today, right? Monday. Yep. So it, and it just today. went through. Yeah. Well, it goes through after the games finish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So it went through today. Yep. And now there's a three-day wait before I can replace Rubio. Tuesday, yeah, after the games are done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh it's not Monday today, is it? It's Tuesday. So well, today's Tuesday, yes. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Two days, three days. At some point, it is three days. Some Most of the time, it's two days. It doesn't matter. Two days, I've got to wait to replace him again on a fucking blind auction where I don't know if I'm actually going get, to get to replace him. You know what you should do? Be more. Bet more money. It's not supposed to be about that. Why don't, like, you could still have that, yeah. right? You could still have that mechanic if if the auction processed at the end of every day's games. But then it doesn't give enough time everyone to bid that wants to. Of course it does. If they're, if they're watching the fucking game every day, then yes, it does. All they have to do is log on every day, which is literally the entire game of fantasy basketball. <laughs> it's not. You said it. You're supposed to just set your things. No, that's bullshit. That's boring as fuck. Well, that's the way the game plays. No, that's the way you're making the game play. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of making like we've had it working in a manner where the people who want to play once a week and just set it and forget it. They have their, like, they can play their game, and the people who want to play it every single day by watching everything and being engaged with the fucking, everyone on the fucking boards, like, <clears throat> people who want to talk all the time and chat on the smack board and all that kind of shit and share basketball shit, right? They can do something. But now, I've got no incentive to return every day except to remind myself that I'm fucked because Ricky <laughs> Rubio is broken and I already had to replace Didn't two people. did he just hurt his toe or something? I think he's, like, back Strained soon. elbow. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. Well, I'll give you- We'll trade him. Trade trade him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make you a trade offer right fucking now and you have to accept it. No. Oh, don't you? Oh, so you're not going to trade. We won't trade then, I suppose. Yeah, I'll give you Robert Covington for him. Uh, I will pass on that. What the fuck do I need another fucking power forward for? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Holy shit, he is terrible. What the fuck? Your your team's a train wreck. <laughs> My team? That's yeah. because I've got injured out. <laughs> yeah, have like it. 15 injured people. Why are you holding on to Reggie Jackson? He's never going to come that <laughs> Reggie, good. Reggie Jackson's going to be my savior. Oh, my God. He's going to come back. Injured. He's going to go MVP run. No. He's going to bring the uh, Pistons back. 
You've got Devin Booker. He, he Actually, was doing okay. I think today. He's the one that hurt his toe. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so what I'm saying is you should make it daily. People no. who people who like want their fucking weekly shit can do their weekly shit. Because if you're playing weekly, right, you want it to be a daily pickup and ad drop anyway. Because if you're playing weekly, you don't want to have to check back every three days to see. You just check back the next day. And if it fucked up, then you try again. And then you can go back to playing your sit back and do nothing game of fantasy basketball. Meanwhile, the people who are actively playing get to actively play. I will I will check. I will see what the others think. Because the people I've spoken to so far have said two days is, is pretty good because they want time to be able to put stuff in. Who are these people? Uh, I've spoken to Alex, uh, Tegan. Uh, who else is there? Like TJ. So that's nearly half the people. <laughs> that is not even close to half the people. That is a third of the people. Well... That's a, well, that's more people than what, than you brought to the table. They will all agree with, everyone will agree with me once they hear my coherence and brilliant fucking, like, argument. Everyone will agree, because yeah. of course they would. My argument makes a lot of sense. Nobody wants, like, Alex is, Alex is only lucky that he didn't get fucked this time because I didn't fucking bid. I was totally... 100% going to bid on uh, TJ Warren or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, and I already know I fucked the economy. I was already going to overbid <laughs> by... I was going to do five bucks uh, just to steal him, just to make sure people didn't have him. Uh, then I told Katie that she should probably get him because, uh, you know, she dropped Kobe and didn't pick anyone up. And I shouldn't have been telling her anything because, you know, we're playing against each other this week, but I did anyway because I'm a good guy. And that's what I'm saying, right? I've got the the, the <laughs> league's best interests at heart. How much money you got left? Fucking shitloads. 92 bucks. You got heaps of money left. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've got heaps of money. Why would it, Why does that matter? That doesn't impact anything. Just I drop more money cash for days. And you'll win, you'll win all your auctions. And fuck that's everybody else over point. for three days. I still have to wait See, until the strategy. Friday. There's some strategy, Joe. If you outbid them, they're fucked for three days. It's more incentive to to put more money down then. That's not a strategy. That's a strategy because you cock block people. No, that's not. That brings me no joy. <laughs> it does. It's no, hilarious. I gotta wait nobody- three days for the payoff, don't I? I have to wait for fucking today and then Wednesday and then Thursday and the Thursday games. I've got to wait for fucking ever. I think Jesus. it's good. I, I like it. I like. I know you do, but you're wrong. Like watching it and two other people get fucked because you outbid them. And now they've got to wait two days. You've never even bid any on anything. Because I don't need them. i got to wait for my team to get healthy. Mate, you need everything. You have like 13 players and three of them are not injured. You're going to fucking lose the first 15 fucking weeks. Do you know there's not that many games, right? You don't get to tank. You're not in the 76ers. We're not playing for fucking lottery picks. Hey, all I need is to get in the playoffs and then I come back. You're not doing it at the moment. Like the Mighty Ducks, Joe. But like the Mighty like Ducks. Like the Mighty Ducks. Don't fucking bring up the Ducks, okay? I don't want to fucking hear it. Shall we talk about Titanfall 2 then? Let's do it. Well, Let's yeah, talk yeah. about Titanfall 2. We went and we played Titanfall 2 last week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we went to the Titanfall 2 launch events. Mm-hmm. And uh, EA decided to make 
Luke and I captains. Yeah. Because we are captains of industry. Hold up. <laughs> Rewind. We got an email. I got an email saying, hey, we're looking for a captain. Would you like to be a captain? Uh, and then I messaged Job and said, hey, did EA email you about being one of their captains? And he's like, no. I said, all right, well, that's good because I don't want to be the other captain. Like, if it's, if it's you, that way we can just be on the same team. We'll team up and just smash people. Of course. <clears throat> so I write back to EA and I'm like, all right, this sounds good. What do you need from me? And they're like, oh, well, we'll send you through all the details. Uh, just give us, give us a bit of time. And then, like, an hour later, I get this fucking press release saying that with, like, all the captain details on there. And it's got, like, Luke Laurie, Survivor versus Job Guru, Oz Gamers. And I'm like, we both got the email at the same fucking time. <laughs> and, like, you messaged me being like, ah ha And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I did not message saying, ah ha yeah, I messaged saying... Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I, I swear to God, I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I didn't. Yeah. I really didn't actually know about that. Um, and, yeah, um, it was a surprise. They didn't actually ask me if I wanted to be a captain. They just, I guess, decided I would be. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Obviously, I immediately started trash talking on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we were both were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting, you know, getting a bit of the old, uh, you know, ribbing in. Um, I've got, I've got good bants. I think I've got pretty good bants. I had many, uh, many cracks, a lot of footage to show me murdering, uh, Ben Salter, who was your, your rep, survivor's rep Mm -hmm. at, um, at the review events. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so I just clipped that together and put it up and yeah good times and then uh we get there and they're like oh yeah you're playing on xbox one which not ideal for me not not really how where i'm at personally uh but yeah we're there we you know have a couple beers maybe three maybe four i think yeah four yeah maybe four beers we don't we decided to get there early (laughs) well yeah we got there a bit early um got there with an hour to to spare it was more than uh, that it was like an hour and a half no, it was like an hour. Didn't we get there at five? We weren't that. Hour. No, right. we that, weren't that early because we left. We left your place at five. We left your place at like five past five. Yeah, but the um, stream didn't start till like later on. That's true. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, so like four beers in, smashed a couple beers, and um, yeah, we're uh, we're playing. Everything's looking good for my team. Uh, I I didn't hand pick them. Um, I think water just finds its own level. And so they all decided to come over to my side, all the quality players. And uh, I went through and I told them, you know, how, like, what they needed, what they needed to win. Um, Told them to grab the car, their starter SMG, all of these, all fresh accounts. So they all, you know, they didn't have access to any loadouts or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, get the starter SMG because it's got fuck all recoil and a very high rate of fire. Um, uh, grab a stealth kit because I knew that everyone on your side wouldn't be used to adjusting to look for the outline instead of the uh, pilot itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it's pretty brutally overpowered just just at the start of people's experiences. Tom, it was uh, 
amp's hard point was basically domination so uh, all we needed to do was capture points and amp them because if you amp them you get double points so if you've got one amped point and the other team has two not amped points then uh then you're at like a you're not actually disadvantaged you're not losing out to them so you've you're able to um minimize your losses what as you attempt to grab one of the two points uh so that's yeah so there's that uh told them all these things basically gave them the lowdown everyone was cool introduced myself to my team they all knew my name they're all cool with it and uh we started playing and uh i think it was first to first 400 um first 400 and we won by 200 points um it was it was pretty much a stomping no this was this was uh when we first jumped on right this is during our practice rounds yeah yeah yeah, fair yeah. practice round <laughs> two two practice rounds two practice rounds yeah i only played once um i played like uh, that's because i was up doing an interview one and a half yeah because they had me do an interview as well but uh yeah um yeah so two practice rounds first practice round we win by 200 uh second practice round i get called away to uh do the the interview portion uh i explain the rules of amped hardpoint i've got no idea what the commentators were talking about ben o'brien and um carlo something or other i can't remember his last name uh, i don't know what they're talking about but i explained how amped hardpoint worked for the people watching at home so uh, that was pretty helpful of me didn't explain to your team though which would have been more helpful because then uh when the actual stream was beginning uh yeah they come over and they're like oh uh job uh you have to swap look you have to swap you have to swap places with luke and i get stumped onto your side full of people who don't know how to play uh games oh this is well they do know how to play games i'm just hearing a lot of excuses yep <laughs> yep uh yeah get dumped onto your side yeah uh with people who don't know how to play domination uh and we lost but we only lost by 30 points it wasn't actually that devastating a, a, a loss like when i was on the other team Massive, massive loss. That's because we weren't playing. Massive, massive. I know I wasn't playing during that one. I was trying to set up my fucking sensitivity. But then when I was playing um, on your team, yeah, only just barely lost. We actually nearly won. We were out in front for a little while, um, which was a surprise. And uh, but you, you didn't, know, you didn't win, Job. You didn't. No, win. the loss came to a surprise, like, <laughs> as a surprise to everyone, because they came up and they're like, "Job, you've got to come." You know, we need you to do a Victor's interview. I'm, like, I'm, I'm as shocked as you are, <laughs> um, but I actually lost. Yeah. Um, like I know, I know why you think I won because I was on the side that won, and I taught them how to play, and I equipped them, and uh, I did everything to make them win. I coached them into winning. But, um, no, I didn't actually get to win because you then swapped us. Uh, you took me away from my team. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, suddenly I wasn't actually able to. I, I don't know. Hey, it, was, it was weird. It was weird that I didn't win, really. Um, but that's probably because, yeah, I was on a team full of people who weren't good at uh, playing the fucking objective. Yeah. 
So uh, we, like we lose, and uh, Alex <coughs> Taku leans over and he's like, "I think I know why we lost." And I look down, <laughs> look at the fucking scoreboard. I look at it, I'm like, "Oh, I fucking know why too." And there's these two dudes at the fucking bottom of the table, and they got like 18 kills a piece. 18 kills a piece, and uh, yeah, no fucking objective points or fuck all objective points. I've got like nine kills because I can't aim with a fucking controller, but. You know, I can still ambush people. Uh, and uh, I'm at the top of the table for my team because uh, all I was doing is capping and defending, which is what you're supposed to fucking do. Uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking serve them up. I'm going to serve these motherfuckers up. I stomp over. I'm like, hey. And uh, they turn around and they're both taller than me and they're both built like fucking like brick footballers? <laughs> and uh yeah they turn around and one of them smiles at me and it's a very disarming smile and i'm like hey guys 18 kills pretty good stuff but we lost because you didn't play the objective and they're like oh what what's that I'm like you gotta cap it's it's you gotta cap the points you gotta cap the a b and c and they're like oh oh but and one of the guys is like, yeah, I got some, like, I did, I was doing it a bit, and he points, and he's got, like, 300 attacking points. Meanwhile, like, I'm, I've got, like, 3,500 attacking points, because I was actually attacking. He's just, he just sort of happened at some of the points at some point while he was on his murder spree. And, uh, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good effort. And, uh, but, like, one of the, one of the easiest ways to, to win, uh, if you're really good at killing, is to just stay on one of the points and wait for them to come to you because you can get so many kills that way and uh so i then explained to two men who were clearly in their mid-20s uh how to play the fucking objective and uh yeah it turns out that they were footballers uh i don't know their names i don't know um one of them was from the eels the other one was from like the roosters or something yeah michael jennings is one of them um and I don't remember the other one. But, um, yeah, like, devastated. Uh, I probably would have served him up if that dude hadn't been, like, he just looks so happy. <laughs> like, look how many kills I got. Look at how good I did. I'm like, well, oh, buddy. Yeah, but you fucked this. Like, yeah. kills are easy to get when everyone's focused on the fucking objective. Nobody's looking at you. You can fucking stand out on the outskirts and anytime someone runs past, you cut them down. But you're not doing anything to fucking help anyone. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the problem was they didn't explain anything to us. <laughs> like, yeah. they, at no stage were they like, hey, here's who's on your team. Uh, yep. Here is, like, the mode we're playing. Here's what's happening. It was just kind of like, all right, you're doing an interview now. Uh, and then we're starting. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yep. Got that. I think I was supposed to do a second interview, a loser's interview. And luckily they didn't ask me to do that because I was yeah. too salty. Too salty. I was so salty. Pretty salty. Yep. Um, just, it's just, it's one of those weird things. I don't like being forced to lose <laughs> when I did all the work. I don't know. It's so weird so weird that people just don't like losing especially when they shouldn't have that's it's just a weird thing i don't know maybe it's just me maybe it's me yeah i should have carried harder should have carried harder yeah we um we had uh mary was our 
MVP. She had the most yep. most uh, points, and then I came second with like eighteen kills and I don't know how many points. Yep. But I didn't really look at look at it. Uh, I don't know who the guy at the end was. There was the new guy Tom, who we made friends with, um, yep. and then one dude right down the very. I'm not sure who he was. And Dan from Gamespot. Yeah, Dan from Gamespot as well. Yeah. You didn't mention, but uh, yeah, there was a guy down there. I can't remember his name, but he was cool. Yeah, it's competent. Anyway, that was uh, it was fun. It just could have been executed a little bit better <laughs> in terms of what was going on. A lot better, in yeah. my opinion. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I'd really like to take on all of Survivor now at video games. Just yeah. to grind them into the dirt. Because now, now, you know, now, I will kick the fucking shit out of you in pretty much most games. What planet do you live on, Luke? What planet everyone, do you live on? Everyone knows I'm a machine of fucking siege. It's like a, it's, it's just how it goes. Mate, you'd have to carry the rest of your survivor lot. Meanwhile, Who Nate. Are you bringing? Nate, like, works for Ozgamers all the time. Oh, is that right? Well, yeah. I've written for Ozgamers. Maybe I'll go on Team Ozgamers. How the fuck is that going to... Well, yeah, you can. I still get to stomp Survivor into the ground, okay? Because they're all fucking so smug about this victory that they snatched out of nothing. I snatched. That, that, yeah, no, the that you were snatched. handed. You were handed on a platter. The Twitch stream. I watched. I rewatched uh, elements of the t- Twitch stream, and uh, they were... We didn't know we were being filmed. <laughs> no, we didn't. But uh, your quack comments. <laughs> yeah. Spicy. Uh, it was very popular. Um, it went over quite well. <laughs> Why is that? What do they say? Uh, too disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> Sigma and shit like that. They were very- Oh, very in, the t- in the chat? In the chat, yeah. Oh, okay, really? Well, fuck them. <laughs> no, no, they were all over it. They were oh, well okay. on top of that. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, fair enough. Well done. But yes. Um, anyway, so. Titanfall. Um, I've been playing a little bit. Oh, yeah. The single player. Single player, yeah. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I'm past the uh, the the bit where you get the mechanic that makes you jump around in time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. I, I like the, um, yeah, I like the campaign. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, it's very different to, to like a Call of Duty um, campaign in, in terms of it's got a lot of platforming in the game. Yep. And like, a, yeah, I don't know their puzzle. It's not really puzzle stuff. It's just platforming, jumping around um, and just like working within the environment. It does some cool stuff with that. And I like how it kind of teaches you the different loadouts of all the Titans. It gives you to them like one at a time. Uh, yeah. Kind of, you know, makes you learn that way. Uh, that's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's definitely um, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's I don't really get why they didn't do something like this in the first game. Uh, it just seemed like they kind of rushed it out. And the thing that worries me is that maybe there's just too much stigma behind Titanfall 2 where it's just not going to do any well and this might be the last Titanfall game we ever see because I just I haven't heard anything about it like nobody's hyped about it at all uh, and it seems to be a really fun game yeah which um, yeah which sucks I don't know like 
have you played much of the multiplayer like online since it's launched or how's I've that tried. going i it's it's like so the servers are all working perfectly i, I couldn't find any fault with the servers themselves uh the matchmaking works fine but player numbers are fucked and uh yeah can't play cdf at all can't play i played one round of last time standing and then we couldn't get anyone to come back because we stomped the fuck out of them mm-hmm. um so that like there were li- like it's a 10 10 player game of last time standing um and uh so 5e5 and um yeah there were 10 people queued up for last time standing and after after we demolished them they left and there were five people queued up and we waited i I know i waited for five minutes nobody else tried to queue up for last time standing so i left uh can't play amped hard point um need 12 players for amped hard point so uh, i was playing i found like 11 other dudes who'd play amped hard point and we must have played like six games in a row together and uh, I would I would high five all of them in real life, um, <laughs> because yeah they were fucking they were on it they were like yeah cool damn time point, um, but yeah otherwise no such luck man, uh, which is shitty. I don't know man, it's crap. Hmm. In my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so it's basically just attrition. Like everyone queues up for attrition or pilot v pilot. Or Bounty Hunt, which is basically just Team Deathmatch. And so, yeah, it's fucked. There's only about 5,000 people online on PC, apparently. Wow, that's really yeah. low. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's dead, dead on arrival, which is bananas, because I think the multiplayer is good fun. Uh, uh, yeah, the I, movement I, is just like oh yeah, so good. Uh, it just... Like even when you're running around in the single player and you play play it like a parkour game, and um, I I originally had the game on hard or the second highest difficulty. It was like you should play it on this one. I guess it does the time trial thing and works out yep. where you should be. Uh, and I, I jumped onto that one, but you can't take too many hits doing that, and you've got to be really careful. And I was like, well, I'd rather play this as a fast paced, stupid, overpowered action game. Mm-hmm. So I went back and just played it on regular, because um, yeah, just that's not the style of game I wanted to be playing. Yeah, totally. So, because it's so quick. Like I enjoy doing that stuff, and and when you've got it at such a high difficulty, you can't really do much of that because you're just getting shot at while you're running around on the wall being a dickhead. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think the movement is awesome. It's so quick and it's so fluid when you move um, around and put things together. It's it's cool. Yeah, but yeah, did you and did you say you did the time travel level? I did. Yeah, what'd you think? Um, yeah, it's cool. I like it. I, I'd be curious to see how they did that. I don't quite understand. What do you mean? Like, um, in terms of design wise, how they how they pulled that off by running two instances of a map at the same time. Yeah, it's a wrinkler. It's a real brain wrinkler. Because, uh, yeah, it's... Oh, and that's that's why I'm surprised to say, yeah, it's cool. Because it's 
to me, it's fucking brilliant. It's fucking fascinating. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. I, I don't think it does enough of the whole, like, puzzle stuff. It could have done some really cool things, but it made it, like, really fast pace. I didn't feel like there was enough of that in there. There were a couple sections where it was, like, you had to jump uh, between, like, electric fences or quickly switch between. But I, I felt like they could have put more of that in there and made it, like, really quick so you felt awesome when you were doing it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And And kind of having... The other thing I really liked about it to start off with was the whole jumping backwards and forwards in time, but also fighting enemies. But you can quickly learn that, well, I can just jump back or forward in time depending on where the enemies are. And a lot of the time there won't be enemies in the other time period. So I can just skip that altogether. Um, I think if there was like something about jumping backwards and forwards but also having like a locked door or something you like you you having to clear out the area first before moving on i think would have worked a bit better are you pitching a fucking kill chamber to me luke yeah pretty much because it was so fun when like you first get and they and they're like talking about it and mentioning like where the fuck did he go when you zoom back into this time period uh and that stuff's really cool how you can appear behind them and sort of like fuck with the um you know, where they're looking at and that sort of stuff is really awesome. But then once you learn that you can just skip that altogether, it's like, oh, fuck it. I'll just keep running. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, thought it could have been tightened up a bit better. But tightened. <laughs> tightened. Classic. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a really cool section. Um, yeah. That should have been the whole game. What do you reckon? Uh, I don't know. Like I had... That- if the whole game was like that, with that mechanic, built yeah. around that mechanic... The puzzles that they could have created out of that would have been fucking out of this world. Yeah, isn't Dishonored doing something similar as well? We've sort of seen, I think. Sort of, yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, but even the- I think it was the mission before where you're sort of in this factory riding like a conveyor belt and it starts off as like a little platform and by the time you get into it, like to the end of it, it's like this fucking giant house thing that um, eventually turns into like this- don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Yeah, well, like a... I don't know. <laughs> but it turns into this whole, like, fucking giant thing. And you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. Um, like, stuff like that is really awesome. I just, like, for for me, yeah. the reveal of that section, at the end of that section... Yeah. ...was, like, a super head fuck. A yeah. super head fuck. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I, it does some really cool things in that game. Um... And I feel like not a lot of people are going to see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is a bummer. But like I said in my review on Ozgamers, um, I feel like it's not critical to play this week no. or the week. Just like I don't, I don't think it's a, like well, worth single player. No, the single player definitely not, and the multiplayer. Well, as I predicted, there wouldn't be enough players on launch and there definitely won't be enough players six months down the track. So buy it when it's half off and just play it for the single player and you're in for something special, but don't pay full price for what is essentially going to be a single player game. That's five hours long. And in my opinion, a bunch of wasted opportunities like brilliant, Mm. utterly brilliant, but playing it so safe. If they'd gone just, out and out crazy with it it would have been fucking amazing 
yeah anyway cool cool do you have anything else to say about it because i i've not played anymore so i don't really that's all i got just right. disappointed just disappointed um should we talk about uh jackbox three jackbox, jackbox three yeah Mac. yeah i don't know about this man what are you nuts it's a bit buggy I'll, yeah it's i'll a give bit it buggy, that but I'll also say that. Like some of the games, I'm not sure about some of them. Like the T-shirt one. What are you talking about? I loved the T-shirt one. That was fucking amazing. No, I, don't, I just don't like it. Are you nuts? I, I wish I had a fucking screenshot of the Sex Predator T-shirt. So TKO is the game. Yeah. And uh, basically what, what happens is uh, you draw some drawings on a shirt and uh, then you write some slogans not necessarily for those drawings, just slogans that you might see on a shirt. And then it all gets jumbled up and sent out to everyone who's playing to create uh, some coherent or some, some good T-shirts. And then the T-shirts are voted on each round to see which is the preferred T-shirt, basically. Yeah. I think that's the problem I had with the game is that it didn't seem to be any variety that that seemed to be like the end point but in saying that we never got we never played a full game um, yeah it just seemed to be like voting on your favorite t-shirt and the next round was like all right now we're gonna vote on some more t-shirts we did get to the end of the round did we yeah that's when we voted on the like it's just two rounds basically yeah i don't know it just yeah, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. So, I thought the other game was better. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a game... Like, for me, T- TKO was a game where, basically, I just tried to think of better and better things to draw mm. dicks on. Like, I made a dick whale and uh, a dick... A dude who is a dick shooting a dick gun. Yeah. Another dude who's a dick uh, shooting at his dick. Uh, I couldn't. I was. I tried some dick bullets, but uh, too finicky on a on a phone. I was basically just drawing cocks. Yeah. I drew a vagina with balls in reference to South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you can kind of play it once or twice in a session, yeah. and then you're good. Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't have the longevity of the other drawing one in Jackbox Two or whatever. That one is the art one, the art one that we play fucking forever because that one actually suggests. Oops, sorry, yeah, that one actually things. suggests what you should draw. Yeah, and you don't have that in T Fury. It's just sort of a Four free form drawing dicks, drawing cocks. Yeah. yeah, which I don't. Yeah, don't have a specific problem with, but uh, <laughs> I just thought some of the combos like. Um, Claire drew that fucking fucked up bird and then <laughs> said sex predator <laughs> and then my wife attached the title sex predator to it yeah. and it actually looks a little bit like a predator <laughs> like a fucked up predator and it's like oh my god it's too perfect like that's too perfect that's what I liked about that one the other one we played was uh, what is it murder trivia party is that what it's called yes I think so yeah and uh, that one's, yeah, that one's interesting. That one's a lot more fun. Yeah. Because um, it's, I guess, rough, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's sort of, it's a quiz game. So it asks you questions and stuff. And 
Uh, most of the time, it's just um, like multiple choice. Yep. Um, the Jackbox Party but, was uh, not all, Yeah, all the time it's multiple choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as you go in, it just sort of – if you get answers wrong, it just gets harder and harder and harder and harder um, because every time you get one wrong, you have to play like a, a dastardly game done by the puppet master who like tries to fuck with you and like the first first one we did we all had to pick a finger to lose and for the rest of the game you could not pick an answer that was attached to whatever finger you chose i picked fucking finger four and so for the rest of the game i was not able to pick the fourth option Hmm. even if it was the right answer even (laughs) if it was the correct answer and it was fucking rough but there were other ones. There was like a, um, what's that? There's like a classic dilemma where, um, if both people choose share, yeah, then uh, you get half and half. But if one person picks steal, yeah, then uh, they get it all. They get it all. If both people pick steal, no everyone loses. Um, I sat there like I. It came up that uh, I was up against uh, one of the other people and uh, I'm sitting there yelling, you've got to pick share. You've got to pick share. The only way this works is share. And then I picked steel and uh, she died. And it was pretty fucking hilarious. It was, it was a total dick move. Um, But yeah, then at the end, like, so she died. uh, And right at the end, when the game like ends, Mm -hmm. You have to escape from the murderer's clutches by answering, like, just sort of staccato quickfire questions. And the trick is that uh, you only get to answer two questions. Everyone else, everyone who's a ghost gets to answer three. Mm -hmm. And if a ghost catches up to you, they can steal your body and they escape instead. Yep. And my wife did that. She fucking stole my body while I was, like the door of winning and uh yeah she won uh i was like i did all the work but she managed to catch up and fucking hilarious it was very funny um really funny game uh and yeah a lot of fun they were the only two we played right yeah because the others didn't really appeal to me i guess yeah it was like Um, quiplash and i don't know what the others are um they just didn't like they didn't look like they'd be a lot of fun i guess yeah i, I just i don't know man like it was really buggy we we had a lot of problems with it that night oh yeah definitely um so hopefully they fix that like in terms of like people not being able, able to get into rooms properly uh people getting kicked out of rooms like mid mid game there was a couple of points where like all of us got dropped out um yeah it kind of sucked so hopefully they can sort that out soon yeah because uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I halfway think it was the indi- uh, internet that we are connecting to. No, but I was in. Um, I, I was on. I was not on Wi-Fi. I was on four G. But the laptop was on the internet. Ah, and it was having like remember we had all that trouble trying to connect to the internet and stuff. So I, I halfway think it was that. But on the other hand, we've had problems with Jackbox games before. So hmm. yep. yeah. The other games are Gaspionage, which is supposed to be like a bit like Family Feud, but 
Oh, yeah. I didn't really feel like we played one game of it, but I think it fucked up halfway through, so we didn't play anymore. Uh, Faking it, which we didn't play, but we should have, where one of your friends is a dirty liar and you have to catch them. Oh. And Quiplash 2, which I didn't like Quiplash 1, so yeah. Nice. That's the game. <laughs> All half the game. Uh, we should check it out some other time, the rest of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Battlefield. Battlefield. I've got an interesting story about this one, because obviously I've been playing a shitload of Battlefield. That is my lunchtime game at the moment. Yeah. And uh, lunches have been going long. Uh, but, um, yeah, I did a story about the esports potential of Battlefield 1 last week for Red, Red Bull. And so What's I got that? some... Um, What's that? What's a Red Bull? Don't be an idiot. Um, and, uh, yeah. I got some... Like I said it doesn't have a lot of esports potential right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they... Um, yeah. Uh, the community, the esports community for Battlefield wasn't very happy with the, with the story. Uh, apparently, I got some, some facts wrong, although that's not really the case they just interpreted it wrong they were like they were laser focused in on a few things that they thought were errors that weren't actually errors um that i was like i was using as a device to create a narrative uh but they they were like oh no it's an error they were like oh nobody ever played squad dm in competitive and i'm like yeah that's not what i was saying i wasn't saying people were playing squad dm i was saying it was created as a competitive mode uh and it sort of demonstrates how dice doesn't get competitive like i am actually saying what you're saying here i don't like know how i could be any clearer about this but uh yeah though because i was negative about battlefield one's potential they're like there's no way you could know yet and i'm like but that's what i'm saying like i say things will change in the future right battlefield like dice was committed to battlefield 4 and so things can change and so we'll revisit it that's what i'm saying in the fucking article i'm saying we don't know right now mm-hmm. but uh anyway um i talked to uh, a couple of the like members of the community um from like the battlefield community one in australia one in the states and uh talked about about the state of the community and it turned out I don't know, really good. Um, like they were just super positive and shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, that's it. Anyway, Battlefield One. Yeah. You so you've been playing a lot during lunch. Yeah, shitloads. Mm. Yeah, I kind um, of be just playing it like at night when I get a bit of chance. I'll jump in for one or two maps. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've I've gotten to a point where I just can't do Cyanide Desert anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, yeah, like, I will just quit. I'd prefer it if we just went to a different server, but no. Instead, I usually just quit and everyone plays Cyanide Desert and maybe I'll come back later but usually I just don't. Um, they need... I, I desperately need the 
server rentals so I can make a server that just plays Armin and um, maybe Boring Blitz and Argon Forest. Just those over and over and over. Uh, Endor. Huh? Endor. 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 Yes, Endor. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I've got no patience for Sinai, Sinai at all, and I like the I like most of the other maps. Um, I'm getting a bit sick of Foul Fortress, but otherwise, yeah, I like most of the other maps. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I played some more one of the campaigns, the first one. Yeah, uh, it's good. I like it. It's it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, definitely better than the intro the prologue one i thought because <laughs> i'm actually doing stuff yep. um but i like the whole story bits behind it and kind of how it gets to different things yep um from mission to mission so i've only done the one i don't know what um what if the others are any good but i kind of feel like i'm gonna play the australian one last because i heard the other uh, the the numbered like the kind of in numbered order uh right. and i think I'm not sure if it was you or Nathan that said the last one is just shit. So I feel like I should play the Australian one last because I heard that's good. Ah, finish with a, on a high note. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but that stuff's really cool. Like, it has you different doing a, a lot of different stuff. Like, you're on you're on foot, you're on a tank, you do a bit of sniping, um, and, you know, back in the tank, taking on a fuckload of tanks. Like, yeah, it's, it's really interesting how it kind of breaks it up. Even though it's supposed to be like this self-contained story, story mode. So I, I had fun with that, that one bit I played. So keen to jump in uh, when I get some free time. But otherwise, yeah, lots of multiplayer. Trying to group up with a bunch of people in our chat. Um, yeah. As much as I can, because I like playing with other people mm-hmm. that know what they're doing. To that point. Yep. <clears throat> the app has a Discord chat. We do. Uh, you set it up. Well, I created it. You set it up. <laughs> yep. Uh, sort of, mostly. Uh, we've got an AFK uh, and a um, and a welcome channel and stuff like that. I don't know if it's going to auto-sort because I haven't had anyone join yet. But you can join it by going to the gapodcast.com. And you have put a widget on the slash, site. No, slash Discord. Oh, we don't have a fucking link to it yet. So no, it's just- no. Okay. If you Fair go enough. to the gapodcast.com slash discord, it will take you to our page. Okay, cool. Um, to our Discord page. And you can just join that. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure I turn notifications off for general chat so people don't get spammed, but well, yep. I don't know. Maybe that's just a thing for me. Um, but yeah, jump in there because we had that email last week about communities and like playing yeah. with other people. So we, th- we figured... Um, we may as well try Discord because we had a Steam one a, a while back and that seemed to work all right. I had people yep. adding me and we, we played a couple games back then. Um, but Discord is the place to be right now. So we try that, see how we go. That way you can jump in, maybe find some other gap people, find if find out if we're on there because we're on there quite a bit. Yep. Um, jump in for some Battlefield or a game of choice, whatever's playing. Mm. That's jump in. For Battlefield, you have to be prepared for me and Nate being salty motherfuckers because we are the biggest, dirtiest cunts when people don't play the way we expect people to play. Because, like, we, as as a squad, if you're in Nate and my squad... Top of the leaderboard all the time. Guaranteed top of the leaderboard. <laughs> it's just going to happen because we, we're constantly 
playing the objective, which Battlefield 1 rewards spectacularly well. We're also, like, very good at analysing what will be a particularly juicy objective to go for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so to that, to that end, uh, we have been doing some... We were doing some shit today. Like, I went... What did I go? Like, 26-0 and 0 as a fucking... As a century heavy machine gunner. 26 and 0 because I just had uh, Nate backing me up with uh, heals and getting other supports to fucking give me ammo. Uh, went 18 and 0 as the fucking anti tank sniper dude. Uh, only time I played sniper in Battlefield 1, but just fucking straight killing motherfuckers. Uh, in tanks, we've got a uh, rotating. If like whoever's driving, we just get them to like tilt. So that we're on the side guns and we can kill any fucking any tank before it can do even fucking half damage to us. Ridiculous. Uh yeah. So yeah, you have to be prepared if you're if you're not up like we're actually a lot of I think we're a lot of fun to play with, but if you're not pulling your fucking weight, you oh my god, you're gonna hear it. We'll put we'll put you on blast. Yeah. Shit. Like we get to the point sometimes where there's two fucking squads running around. Yeah. Yeah, we got like we're split up into across two multiple squads, just so we've got like everyone in and we can spawn everywhere. It's fucking high quality shit. Yeah. We're dominating. We're like, well, I guess we'll go to E and you guys go to F, because well, yeah, we've already fucking smashed it. It's very good. It's awesome. So yeah, you definitely want to get involved with this, but um, yeah, okay, good. Just be prepared. Be prepared for some salty shit. If uh, if you're not carrying your weight, it's not for it's not for fun time. No, it is for fun time. It's not for like casual, lighthearted fun times. I guess yeah. not Battlefield. We play other <laughs> things. We play fucking Rainbow Six when we're trying to be dickheads. When we're trying to watch Luke be a dickhead, trying to win, trying to win. All right, uh, moving on. What else is there? What are these two games? Are you, these are indie games, are they? Uh, oh well, oh, well yes. I've actually got that. I got a code for it uh, the other day. Yeah, so I, I um I got a code for it as well, and uh, it's an interesting game. It's it's sort of like a I don't know. It's pitched as sort of like a high tech. What's that border crossing game? Fuck. Papers, please. Papers, please. A high tech papers, please. Uh, where you're sort of working in this government government facility where um you feed information to the to like police officers based on your ability to sift through the personal lives of people um so like from the outset like i mean the videos made it seem like you'd be like spotting people and shit but that's not really what's happening you're mostly like looking reading over fucking news articles and trying to find information which if it's supposed to reflect the mundanity of many information analyst jobs like well done um but uh it doesn't necessarily translate into uh, it, it reminds me a lot more of um fuck what was that what was i'm so bad at remembering games today uh, Gary Busey. yes yeah, scary Busey is is what i was trying to think of <laughs> Um, no, the the one with the chick. Um, the one with the and, chick and the videos, the videos of the chick. Uh, her, her story. Her story. 
it reminds me more of her story than it does uh, Papers, Please, at the end of the day. Because Papers, Please was about the the tough choices you make uh, while, like, in opera, like operating through this mundanity. But the mundanity was critical to the essence of the game, in my opinion. Like, it sort of gave you the ability to get into a rhythm <clears throat> while also still having to like still agonizing over some of the choices you wind up making yeah. in this it's more like uh you're trying to find enough information to make sure that you send the correct details to the cops because you can't really go back on shit like the cops will just the cops will be like well we've got this information that's it we're gonna go fucking torture the shit out of this chick and you're like hang on i found this other link that says she didn't and they're like too late we're already we've already got our fucking pliers out we've ripped out two of her nails we can't go back now it's done okay um so yeah it's one of the like you so once that happens once you're like okay well i guess i'll never make that mistake again and i don't know a couple of times i found myself just pouring through links that i thought i'd already been through trying to find like not not even reading anymore just looking for the linked text that i'm able to shift somewhere just so i could like either dismiss it as not a possibility or use it because i clear i hit dead ends <clears throat> mm-hmm. and that never happened to me in her story i never felt like i was at a dead end i'd always always felt like i could search for something different but Orwell feels extremely linear. Like it feels like you're sort of locked into a path. Yep. And it doesn't feel bad. Like, but I don't know. It's hard for me to see what narrative they're attempting to weave at this point, because I don't know if I'm supposed to feel bad. Uh, cause they're releasing it sort of weekly. It's episodic yeah. and weekly. And so I don't really have a whole picture yet. Like yep. at this point, I've gotten some people tortured that I don't think I should have gotten tortured. <laughs> yep. But on the other hand, uh, I don't know. The torture led to accurate information about the location of a bomb, mm-hmm. and I'm not like this is not me advocating for fucking torture by any means. I'm just saying, in the instance of this game, like, didn't it reward me for my mistakes if I made mistakes? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Um, so you finished that first episode though? The first two episodes. Yeah, you, you finished, okay, you finished both. Yeah. How, how long is each one? Are they like? Took me about 40 minutes each, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, reasonable time. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the, I guess I'm missing the point maybe, uh, at this point. And that's, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh check it out you can play the first um episode um for free i think it's like the demo like batman right now what i uh uh, batman the arkham stories telltale stories uh the first episode's free i downloaded that last night cool yes well then yes like that Mm -hmm. uh but yeah Anyway, so that's that's it. Is that an Australian game as well? I think it is. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's not. But yeah. Um, yeah. 
that's about it. That's all I got. Um, can I just hang on? I had to look at the um, had to look at the forums to work out how to get past one of my fucking one of the dead ends, which okay. is uh, depressing. And I saw the most fucking hilarious, hilarious topic, and I'm trying to see if I can find it. So talk about something. Uh, like what? Something, Luke. Something. Is this going to be like another pirate thing? Because that didn't go over too well last week. Well, like, try something better than that then. Oh, please tell me they didn't delete it. That would be very disappointing. Like, have you seen any movies? Did you go see Doctor Strange? I did. It was good. Yeah? I liked it. Um, That's it? Very Inception-y. Riveting. Yeah. Oh, they must have deleted it. had a bunch of people in it I didn't know were in it, which is good. It's exciting. And someone who doesn't watch trailers. Yep. Um, Hannibal was in there. He was. He was was awesome. Yeah. Um, Wasted, though. I think, yeah, I think what he brought to it was pretty good. I liked him. Uh, Yeah. He's just not in it much. It seemed like a very short movie. I don't know how long it was, but it seemed short. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, there's stuff that happened in that. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, did um, you find this thing yet? Uh, no, it looks like they deleted it. It was spectacular. It was like, I cannot believe, like basically this, the, the forum thread was, I cannot believe you have created a game called Orwell that is advocating for this sort of state-sponsored surveillance uh, George Orwell, who wrote 1984, I don't know if you've heard of it, but he would be rolling over in his grave. And it seemed like it was 100% sincere, mm. which made it so much funnier. Uh, and yeah, like they're just like fucking losing their minds about this uh, this concept, concept and uh, how like how against Orwell it was. Anyway, um, doesn't matter. Uh, how fucking hilarious was Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent? I thought it was fine. Are you kidding? Yeah. He sounded terrible. He sounded. Hang on, let me see. Let me see if I can think of like a, an American accent to do a, a phrase. No, just a phrase that can get me into his accent. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about, but we need to get these spells and do some magic so we can save the universe. That's basically what he sounded like. Sound like house. <laughs> Sounded like house. Are you fucking nuts? He sounded nothing like house. Uh, I, I thought it was fine. I didn't I didn't find it distracting at all. I found it extremely distracting. Especially every time he lost his accent. Anytime he raised his voice, he would lose his accent. He'd be like, Oh my god, I cannot believe you won't let me read it things in the library. Oh god, oh oh my, oh I'm flying through the air. Oh <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's literally what happened. Specifically, that is exactly what happened. I said it on Twitter, but uh, move about space magicians and still the least believable thing in that movie was his accents. Uh, Awful. Truly awful. Anyway, another game I've got. Colat. Colat. Got given a code for this by a friend on Steam called... um, And uh, was interested to check it out. Um, I don't really know... 
didn't really know what to think of it, but it's narrated by Scene Bean. Ah. And uh, so I decided to give it a go. Uh, it's a walking simulator. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> yep. Uh, no. Um, you sort so you of got you trolled. Into, <laughs> Was you it me? Into, Did I give it to you? It might have been. No, I didn't have a picture of um, Mario Chalmers. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, uh, I jumped in to check it out, as you do. And um, it's sort of, it's set in the Ural Mountains. Um, Sean Bean's talking about these students that disappeared and you go in to find them, I suppose. And uh, it's um, pretty fucking freaky deaky. Like, you can feel like they do an amazing job of creating an air attention really early on. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. I um, actually really enjoyed it. And I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you why, right? Like, people were calling it a walking simulator. I don't think, actually think it is a walking simulator. I, just, I said that for comedy purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is It is like a game where you walk around and you don't directly interact with much except for notes that you can read. Um, and a lot of the game is based around orienteering. And so, uh, like a large deal of the exploration uh, involves actually figuring out how the fuck to get around or where the fuck to go and stuff like that, which is cool. Um, but uh, it's not, I don't feel like, what I think it, what separates it from walking simulators is that there is a, an element of skill-based progression involved and it's passive. It's, it's pretty passive, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so as a result, I mean, it's, it can still be a little tedious um, because you ask, you're sort of walking around at a pretty slow pace. When you run, you don't run very fast, but uh, there's a monster in the mountains. And uh, the reason you don't run very fast or very far is because that significantly increases the tension when the fucking monster is running after you. Um, and so it's... Like I don't think I don't think you'd call Amnesia the first Amnesia uh, walking simulator, you know? Amnesia, yeah, no. And it's sort of in a similar sort of in a like it's in a similar way to that. Like you're not actively solving specific puzzles; you are sort of just exploring and finding information. But uh, when the monster shows up, you have to you have to get away from it. You have to dodge it. And, uh, there's like, as far as I could tell, the only way to do that in some cases is to exploit its AI. And to that, like to that measure, um, I don't think it is a walking simulator because you are facing off against an AI at like, to some extent mm-hmm. it's not. So, uh, yeah, you run around. I like it freaked the fuck out of me. Like when the monster showed up, I I fucking I, I shit myself. Um, and every time I turn around and it was like getting closer, and I'm running and I'm like, why can't I get away? Um, yeah, I was freaking the fuck out. It was really cool. Hmm. Um, the voice acting is good. Um, like it's not just Sean Bean. There's other people talking. Sean Bean doesn't sound that Sean Beanie in it actually in my opinion because he put on an accent no he's not he's just (laughs) 
don't know. I think he sort of growls up his voice sometimes when yeah. he's trying to, but he's not. He's not all that gravelly uh, in this. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fascinating, to be honest. Um, I've only played like an hour. Apparently, I felt like I played like two hours. I, I felt like fucking exhausted after I finished it. Yeah. Um, like I didn't finish it, mind you. Uh, after I finished playing one session, I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ. I, oh, I can't play anymore. I'm done for the day. I can't do this anymore, uh, which was awesome. Um, freaked out. and Yeah. I even decided, like, I know I fucked myself because I heard one of the notes that you have to find. I heard it in an area. I'm like, nah, can't fucking, I'm not even gonna. I can't do it. I can't, cannot go in there and go find that fucking note. I cannot bear to go in there. So, fuck it. I'm leaving. So, yeah. Pretty good. I, I think pretty solid thank you who gave it to me thank you not the one if you're listening I don't know if you're a gap listener but uh, really cool uh, thanks for showing me that the walking simulator doesn't like actually personally if we do consider it a walking simulator this is how they should be done like there is still an element of player against the world uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist in most walking simulators. Yep. That really bugs me most of the time. But yeah. Cool. Yep. News time. News time. <clears throat> right. We good with that? Yep. All right. Um, Turtle Rock uh, stopping their support with Evolve after um, releasing Stage 2, which was their free-to-play uh, model, which they... Uh, they brought in quite recently so it sounds like that's not doing any well for them uh so they'll basically stop supporting it they'll still be um having their servers up and that sort of thing but no future updates in the foreseeable future Mm. which um yeah it's kind of sounds like they're going on to their next thing their next game which is disappointing you know, like it's. It, I think it was inevitable, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, um, I, I never actually played it other than the the beta. Um, I couldn't get into it. Yep, uh, it did, did some really cool things, but yeah, I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was too prevalent a uh, an opinion, and so it never really got what it needed to carry the studio which is yeah sad um but yeah uh i don't know i didn't play stage two so if they like and i was a huge believer i was a huge believer in the in the game so if they couldn't even get me to jump in then i don't know come back yeah well hopefully that they learn from this and can uh, bring out something a bit better next time with a better model. Yeah. Yeah, they... they. I mean, if we're going to revisit this, they got screwed because the entire pitch for this, the sale of Evolve revolved like around DLC. aggressive DLC. Yeah. And so 2K bought it under that, under that sort of design philosophy. Mm-hmm. And they 
sort of I guess they, they all their financials were based around that. It was it was a viable project because of that. Um, but the reality was, I guess, it never really was a viable project. Um, and so yeah, it crumbled. Um, but I think I think Two K took a hit because of that, and Turtle Rock took a hit because of that, and that's it's disappointing for both both of them. But uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, next up, Australia got smashed in the Overwatch World Cup against South Korea. Well, yeah, against all the teams, but especially well, most teams, especially South Korea. Um, not, yeah, not all the teams. Well, they won their games today, right? Yep, they beat Chinese Taipei. Taipei, rather. But they lost the other games. They got destroyed by South Korea, yeah. But South Korea are hot favourites. Mm-hmm. So they lost one match, 119-7. to seven. Uh, From what I was reading, they got one kill. Wow. That doesn't... <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. That's... That's devastating. I don't even know. Like, what would you learn from that? I don't know. <laughs> don't play South Korea or video games. Right. That's basically the takeaway. That's fucked. That's rough. Poor guys. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So did you watch any of this at all? I, I watched Chinese, the game against Chinese Taipei, but otherwise. Is, yeah. Like, is are these games any good? Are they fun to watch or? They're not bad. I don't know, man. Like, hmm. I, like, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a you love perennial, the a perennial hater of Overwatch's popularity. Um, but, yeah. It just seems, it's it's just too, it's too much snowball, I think. Right? Like, every single game just seems to be, like, Either you snowball onto a point. There's, I don't know. I personally, I don't, I don't want to watch it. That's that's basically. It. I don't want to watch people because attacking a point, right? Like let's let's like they played Eichenwald. Yeah. Um, it's the castle, right? The castle, the the newest map. Um, they played that, and uh, let's say yeah, they're playing that map, and. Uh, the, their attackers need to get on the first point to cap the to unlock the payload to start pushing the payload, right? Yep. You like all to to win, right? You don't really do anything sneaky. You try to snowball over. You try to get a couple of kills, and then you can snowball the rest of the people uh, on defense. And if that fails, then you try again, and you just sort of it's like the it's like smashing. <laughs> Smashing, uh, like pitching a fucking tennis ball at a wall until it smashes its way through. And, uh, like, it's balanced in a way that eventually it, it will occur. But I just don't think that's good. I don't think it's compelling viewing, I guess. Like, in if you think about Dota, right? Like, it's, it's harder to watch Dota. Yeah, uh, because it's spread out across a map, but that just means you need vigilant there's, producers to keep an eye on shit, right? Yeah, and there's more objectives happening, and exactly more things going on. It's not just like five people getting on one point, but like, yeah, there's like it's. I, I guess the appeal of Overwatch might be that it's all team fights, but 
unbelievably, that just makes team fights dull. In my because that's all it is. Because that's all it is. It's not like you're like if you had a couple of extra objectives around the place that you need to send some like you've got six people on the fucking map, send two of them off to cap two extra objectives, then the defenders have to split out and uh, do that. Then you've got like then you've got rotation strategies. Then you've got stuff where you're actually like incentivizing uh, teams to split up, and then you've got more varied compositions yeah. because you need to work out well what's a composition that's going to work when we've got like nobody on this point. Yeah. Um, As opposed to have a mercy on your team every single time. Exactly. Have Lucio. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just not compelling to me. Uh, but it, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what we learned is we're not very good at Overwatch. Well, we're, we're not very good when, when the population votes for who should be playing. Yeah. As opposed to getting in, uh, I guess now high tier players. Yeah. Maybe is what some of the other teams have done. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, the one good bit I remember watching, uh, they used like a fucking, I don't know if this is like the fucking official shit or whatever, but, uh, they, as like, they got their mate to fucking make a wall so that they could all, sneak in behind the fucking cat point the Australian team did that was the only interesting bit uh, um, that I saw and it actually that that doesn't happen very often I guess I don't think it even worked if I recall correctly but uh, like it was pretty fucking it was cheeky it was it was sort of working um, but yeah I don't know. anyway uh, and the last piece of news that I put up, which is probably the biggest one of the week, um, Bethesda have changed their review policy mm. um, for media, <laughs> quote, it seems like. Um, mm. They're basically saying that it's for for everybody, um, for all of media, um, but it doesn't seem to be going that way at the moment. Well, a bunch of streamers have already like, had fucking special edition Skyrim weeks ahead of time and yeah dishonored twos going out to places and shit like that so yeah so in other words it's not right <laughs> what they said it's, it's incorrect horseshit i think is the phrase you're looking for yeah it's yeah. horseshit um and yeah i don't know disappointing so they put up a blog post on their website saying that they've decided to continue their review policy of sending out media uh copies a day before the game's released um, in order to make sure that everybody that plays the game experiences the game at exactly the same time. Uh, which means that reviews won't be out when the game releases. Um, from media anyway. <laughs> uh, we now understand that it'll you'll continue to get impressions from streamers and YouTubers. So uh, I guess people that are fans of stuff like this will be once again marketing uh this stuff but the actual uh critical points of view about video games from bethesda won't come out for i would say um at least decent reviews it could be 
days or weeks, a week after. Um, I, and it leads to so many problems. Like, you, you can talk about it, uh, you know, it's taking days, but then you end up with people rushing reviews because they want to be the first one out there in order to get hits. Like, this policy brings in so many huge problems, which uh, is not good for anybody but Bethesda, <laughs> basically. Pretty much, and and a few select streamers that they yeah. and streamers. decide to like dine worthy of their fucking games that they decide have been grossly positive enough about their games that they are worth getting an early copy of, which is all right, fucking problematic. Uh, and I, I don't know, I hate the use of that word, but this is that is literally what this is. Because if they are, if the only people feeding you with information about a fucking game ahead of its release are those who are historically overwhelmingly uh, positive about it, if that's the case, then uh, you're probably going to get overwhelmingly positive uh, response, like uh, coverage of it, which is just I don't know, that, that how how could that be a good thing? You know, uh, how could that be a good thing for consumers? It can't. And that's like, you know, I'm not trying to take, I'm not trying to piss in fucking some streamers cornflakes or whatever. <laughs> Just like be gung ho about a fucking game. That's fucking awesome. Like if you fucking love Skyrim, like I don't understand why, but like fucking cool. Uh, but like you can't be the only person who's had early code. That's fucking bullshit. Jim Sterling did a, a video about this. Uh, I've got fucking many thoughts about this. Many thoughts about this. But Jim Sterling did a video about this. And uh, in true classic Jim Sterling style, he managed to turn it uh, about into a story about himself uh, <laughs> and how he uh, is too much of a wild card for EA to invite him to shit. Bethesda uh, or EA? EA. Okay. He, was so, he decided it was about EA for whatever okay. reason. Uh, didn't have specific proof, but uh, has been told by sources yep. uh, that he is too much of a... I think he was told by a PR agency that yep. the agency wouldn't invite him. Um, but uh, regardless of that, uh, you know, I was invited um, to uh, their, I don't know, thing their review events and I'm a fucking I'm a wild card I'm blacklisted by at least two publishers at this point greylisted by two others so it's not like uh, but on the other hand I guess they do know that historically I, I enjoy Battlefield games mm-hmm. but like like I just said you don't want only me to review fucking Battlefield you want other people like and I mean, I was critical of a bunch of stuff about Battlefield, but you don't want like you want people who aren't into Battlefield to fucking review it as well. And a bunch of the people at the review event weren't necessarily into like fucking Arthur Gies. I don't think Arthur Gies has ever played a fucking first person shooter in his life, (laughs) as far as I can tell, based on his performance. But uh, like, yeah, there's there's all kinds of like there's. This this the shit. You need lots and lots of fucking opinions to form this stuff. It's one of those things, right? Like that I always say about re- reviews. But it's like I have the time to read every review I can, right? I have that time because it's my fucking job, and I make that time, right? But not everyone does. But I don't think like people always say, "Oh, find a reviewer you agree with, and just read their reviews." No, 
find a reviewer you agree with, but find one that you don't agree with who writes well. You want both of these things. You don't want someone who writes like who you agree with just telling you all this shit because there's stuff you might wind up fucking missing out on. But if you see someone who you don't agree with who writes well and constructs decent arguments, then fucking pay pay attention to them, right? Because they might open your eyes to some shit. Like, if you're only ever reading what I write, you're going to get a really good idea about fucking uh, first-person shooters and you're going to get this idea that uh, all fucking adventure games are fucking garbage games but that's just my own personal predilections against them it's not like necessarily that they're fucking terrible some people seem to like them for whatever fucking reason like so find someone who doesn't you know fill that fucking fill that worldview of yours uh that i do and then like and this is just an example, but yeah, and then read them and see what they like about some other sort of game that I don't really talk about. And it'll be like, it's such an eye-opening experience. Uh, that's why I always try to read as many fucking, as many things as possible, uh, as many fucking reviews as possible, because it absolutely opens my eyes to shit. And it helps me think about games more. And that's what I'm in it for. I'm think- in it to think about games and shit. But uh, to wind things back a bit to fucking Bethesda, Here's my thing with this, okay? If Bethesda wants to do this, and it seems like they're going for it no matter what, mm-hmm. right? If Bethesda wants to do this, then previews of Bethesda games have to stop being positive. And I'm not saying this... I'm not saying this is like some sort of fucking, well, if they're going to treat us like this, then we're going to fucking get them back. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is previews operate, right, Previews operate in a certain way. You write a preview about a game and it functions in a certain manner to, uh, I guess, uh, feed coal into the hype train, right? Yeah. But what it's really doing is you're writing a story because people want to know more about this game. Let's take Dishonored 2, for example, mm-hmm. right? No, let's use Sky, some- Let's use Fallout. Let's use Fallout, right? That's a better example. Uh, so you're playing. You, people want to know about Fallout. People really want to know about Fallout. It's coming out soon. You've had the opportunity to play it. Your job is to tell them about Fallout, right? But while you're playing Fallout, uh, your face turns inside out, and uh, fucking you fall through the floor. Yeah, and a giant robot like crushes you. It's fucking hilarious, right? Uh, in in the moment, it's hilarious, and then. When it comes time to write the preview, you write, uh, one of the funnier things to occur to me was when I got crushed so hard by a robot that I fell through the floor. Ideally, Bethesda will have fixed these bugs by the time the game is released. And you always, whenever you point out these massive bugs that are coming up, you always say, Bethesda have told us that they will fix this. Yeah, because that's or, usually something they'll say. Oh, that's of course. Know. Oh, that's a bug. Yeah, this we'll pre-alpha code. We'll have that fixed. Mm-hmm. Right. That can't happen anymore. Not with Bethesda games, unfortunately. I'm afraid. Uh, maybe it shouldn't happen at all anymore. But with Bethesda games, it 100 has to stop. From now on, a Bethesda preview must read like you like. Uh, and then, um, 
a giant robot crushed me so hard that I squished through the floor and out into the ether world. And I would love to say, I would love to say that this will be fixed upon release, but Bethesda's games, especially on this engine, the Gamebryo engine or the evolved Gamebryo engine, whatever the fuck they're calling it at this point, uh, games on this engine have a history of releasing in a very buggy state and there is no reason to believe that this one will be any different. That's what you got to write because the re- like the the reason this this bargain between previewers and publishers exists the reason it exists in the form that it does is because when the review comes you get ample time and opportunity to then clarify you then get the opportunity you're not going to specifically say oh yeah and i didn't get crushed by a fucking robot into the ground but you can say this is definitely less buggy than it was when i played it last but if Bethesda want to go about it this way, you don't get that opportunity. And so your obligations, your readers, is now to make sure that they are well aware of the situation ahead of time. It yeah. is, that is your obligation because your obligation is always to your readers. Like I played it. It was kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. Kind of it, broken. Was, it was kind of broken. Uh, I'm afraid to say it was kind of broken. And Bethesda has a history with releasing broken games. Yeah. So I'm afraid uh, there's... And There's you no won't reason know to believe this would be any different. Yeah, whether whether it'll be the same when, on release because we're not allowed to tell you. Well, we can't tell you. They have specifically and deliberately held our hands, uh, had held our hands back from from telling you this. So, so that's that's what's going to change. That's what this that's what this means to me. Mm-hmm. Is that 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 deal, that arrangement, that unspoken arrangement, no longer exists, and unfortunately, yeah previews now have to skew uh as as honest as possible and like they were always that's that's the thing right personally i always wrote previews that would point out flaws because i wanted people uh, like i don't want to i don't want to be this massive part of the fucking marketing hype machine Mm -hmm. and so it made me feel a little bit better on the inside but on the like to the same extent i don't always get to write a review of a game i preview and so I don't want to mislead a, a reader necessarily. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I still get like I still get caught up in hype because I'm still a, a giant nerd. But uh, so like it's still possible for me to get caught up in the hype. I if I played what they played, what they showed of No Man's Sky, I probably would have gotten caught up in the hype just like everyone else did mm-hmm. because they didn't allow you to see just how bad things could be. I guess. Yeah, and that's like a perfect example, right? Is that it is we. Well, I don't think any of us here got to play it <laughs> at all. And yeah. they showed very small snippets of it. And that's why, like, leading up to it, we were super cautious about it, saying, like, fuck, really keen to play this game, but they haven't shown anyone. Like, they haven't got anyone in to play this. Why Why is that? And, you know, two weeks leading up to it, we were pretty skeptical about it, what was going on with this. Yeah. Because generally, especially for a game that they hyped so much- uh, people would be playing and talking about it, but that just wasn't happening, which is why we were uh, we knew something was up. And now this just makes things seem like even I think they got lucky with with Doom, um, because the majority of people that wrote about that game, and there's something they mentioned in their article, 
being like, oh, you know, considering the success of Doom, uh, we can do it. We can do things this way now. It's like, like, well, all right, Doom was a good game, but it was not. It had its flaws. Like the multiplayer was shit house. Uh, yep. Unfortunately, that's just not something people remember. Right? They're not remembering about that. They're remembering the multi- the single player was really good, but half of the game, the half of the game that they thought was going to do really well, uh, turned out to be shit. And it was the single player that everybody liked. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that it's it's just it's I don't know it's it's not a bait and switch, but it sure fucking feels like one, you know. Yeah, especially feels- when they come out and say like, uh, "This is our new re- review policy. Nobody's getting the game until uh, we'll send it out the day before." Uh, this is going to happen for Skyrim and Dishonored, which is releasing really soon. Yeah, and then you find out that like actually no all the youtubers have had it for weeks and content starts coming out and this is clearly not like everybody it's just critical media who are going to be reviewing it in order to um all it is it's really just in order to um it's marketing for them they want to make sure that their hype levels are at maximum and if the game doesn't perform as well as what they hope it will it's not going to affect their pre-order numbers and sales because people won't know, right? They won't know if the game's any good or not because you're going to buy it. There's no way of canceling that pre-order anymore, um, which now leads into, do we pre-order games anymore? Do we buy games on day one anymore? Um, or do you wait for reviews? And I, I can see some people might, but the majority of people aren't going to do that. They're going to be excited for the game. They want to play it. So this doesn't affect them at all. The only people it does affect is the consumer because if the game is shit, uh, they don't know until a week's a week or two from playing it, and unfortunately, it's too late by then. They've already clocked up the hours; they can't take the game back. They've been given no warning um, that it's that the game is shit. Like that's it. That's 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 where things are going to go. Yeah. Hopefully, well, I mean, hopefully, like, sorry, hopefully, I mean. The games will be good, but we can't guarantee that. Uh, Bethesda has, you know, a history of releasing games that are just broken as shit on release. Yeah. Yep. That's basically it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't agree with this new policy at all. And unfortunately, they're not the only ones that are doing it. Um, They're just the ones that are being vocal of it. Uh, 2K have done it. Uh, have started doing it with their last release of games. They did it for Mafia. They did it for Civ. Uh, I think they did it for NBA because I only got that like two days before, a day before release. Uh, and trying to... Like Civilization, man, far out. That's that's one to nut out really quick. Like, it's a mm-hmm. huge game. Um, you know, nobody had, nobody had Mafia on PC and there's a good reason why. Yeah. Because that game was, was capped at... 30 frames per second for some reason. Uh, and it wasn't a very good, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't a very good game. They're expecting nines. Uh, anything lower than that is not satisfactory for them. And that's what these publishers are trying to do now is to make sure that if they're, if they're doing their internal mock reviews and they're getting numbers that are considered below average, um, then they need to, they, they internally are trying to figure out how they can stop that from happening. How can they push more numbers? get people to buy it here's what i get right people people from uh certain um 
ultra-negative anti-media sects of the gaming community uh, are like, well, this just proves that that they don't need game reviewers anymore. Um, But if anything, doesn't it prove the opposite? Doesn't it prove that uh, negative reviews actually do impact game sales Mm -hmm. if they would pull this fast one on everyone and it is a fast one that they're pulling they're trying to they're trying to it's it's a trick they're trying to pull a trick on people i I think yeah i don't know it's horseshit man yeah their excuse their excuse is literally we want everybody to experience the game at the same time yeah that is not even (laughs) that's not even like a legitimate answer it's not even true yeah and it's not true (laughs) yeah yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm still excited for Dishonored. Sure, yeah. So am I. But when, like, what I, one of the things I like about video games before they're released is looking at reviews and seeing if they're any good. I'll generally buy, um, you know, if I'm looking forward to a game and the re- review is not very well received, then I'm probably not going to buy it. I'm buying a lot of this stuff with my own money. Mm-hmm. Uh and, but if I know I'm going to be talking about it on here or something like that, that's a big game, then I'll buy it. Like Titanfall. I had no interest at all in buying Titanfall. Um, other than if I was going to get a copy, then I would play it. Uh, you know, it's just like stuff like that. I, I just, I think reviews are important. They're extremely important. And the way that like publishers are going and, and handling some of this stuff. Um, yeah, it's scary. It's scary for consumers. Like they don't know. They, they, they're not going to know anymore how, if this stuff is any good. Like, um, it doesn't work this way for other mediums like books or movies or or music, um, TV. Uh, critics often get the opportunity to to look at this stuff beforehand and see if it's any good um, in, in order to inform. But, yeah, this is not consumer-friendly at all. And unfortunately, there is a group of people that are that are seeing it as um, a win. <laughs> and that's super scary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was that was news. That, that was pr- news. That was pretty big news. It's all the news is fit to print. Um, we got any... Um, emails. Emails? I think we do. Do, we? do you want to have a look? The GA podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can email us um, and ask us questions if you want to. Yep. David writes in. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. Been meaning to email for again for a while, but it always slips my mind. Anyhow, Luke, that bloke from the NBA.com video sounds nothing <laughs> like a pirate. I had a quick look on YouTube and read the comments and it seems you aren't alone in being wrong. This yeah. doesn't make it any better. Keeping on the basketball topic, who drafted Westbrook? Drew did. Drew uh, can go get fucked. Uh, Westbrook uh, fucked me so fucking hard last week. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Two fucking triple doubles. A 50-point triple double? God, so ridiculous. Um, On the gaming side of things, Mm -hmm. I never got around to playing Skyrim when it first released. Having massively (laughs) enjoyed The Witcher, would you recommend picking it up now that it has been re-released? Cheers well, for the great podcasts, as always. Dave, uh, yes, I would recommend getting to, uh, Skyrim. 
what are you? What about you? Are you like anti anti Bethesda by like principle now, Luke? Or yeah, what? fuck him, fuck him, fuck Joe. Him. I'm not. I'm not part of their marketing machine anymore. Oh, oh shit! I don't even. We're not. Yeah. We're not talking about any more Bethesda stuff. Wow, we're fucking banning them. Yeah, we're banning Bethesda from our podcast. Bold strike listed. This is gonna be rough when uh, we're talking about Dishonored Two next uh, in like two weeks. I'm gonna bleep it out every time we say the name. Um. Um, Special edition is thirty nine bucks on Steam, really? and the regular edition is thirty five bucks on Steam. Oh, may as well get the special edition. May as well get the special edition. Do you know of the? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same, but no, don't get the special edition. Fuck no! I think I was reading about this. Doesn't the special edition only allow like they deintegrated Steamworks and shit? Don't know. I think they deintegrated Steamworks, so. Don't get the special edition. They have fucked that. Get the regular edition so you can get the mods the regular way because mods is the way you want to play it. I don't... Yeah. I would be able to tell you the the best way to get mods or best fucking mods to get, but oh. mods is how you want to play Skyrim. I think GameSpot does like a weekly fucking Skyrim mod news story or something. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, go check that out. But yeah, for sure. Definitely play Skyrim. Skyrim is amazing. It's really yeah. good. Uh, throw it was those mods like on runner there on PC. Game of the Year in t- 2011. No, it was definitely Game of the Year. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless, is he talking about PC or something else? Console. Uh, maybe console. Could be console. Um, yeah, I'd play it on console just to check it out. If it's 30 bucks, why not? Uh, yeah. I like. I got 100 hours of it, and I didn't think a lot of it. <laughs> You're crazy. That game was so good. No. That was, was fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it was. It was good. It was, it was really good. It was just that Batman Arkham City was better. So, yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If it was called like Skyrim Batman, you would have giant heart on. If you played as Batman, uh, Skyrim, yeah, that would have been yeah, good. game of the century, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, no, that game's awesome. Definitely check that out if you get a chance to. Definitely, it's a lot of fun. True that. Uh, I saw a. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just back on Westbrook. I saw a, a post on NBA Reddit. Yeah. And someone was like, can we stop pretending like a 50-point game on 40 shots is good? And, uh, yeah. Um, but but he also um, he also had, like, how many fucking assists? Like, 15 assists and 13 rebounds. And, uh, yeah, ha- however many hockey assists. Like, fucking another 20 hockey assists. He was literally doing everything. And then when his shit-ass team wouldn't throw the fucking ball up, he would throw the ball up and score half the time. So, what the fuck? What the fuck? People just want to take down Westbrook. His new shoes are out, and I hate them. And yeah. I want him to get some real shoes already. He deserves his own shoe line already. Who's he with? Uh, Nike. Oh, Jordan. Okay. Well, that's weird. Is it? Why is it weird? Why are they not on that? Like, Well, he's got, he's got like, streetwear shoes because, you know, how he oh, likes He loves his fucking fashion, but- yeah. I just want him to put out some fucking basketball shoes. Fuck. God. Please. Do me a favor. I want some good shoes. I want to, I want to like show everyone how much I love Bestbrook. God damn. Anyway. Um, good times. Was that the emails? All of them? That's it. That's, thank you so much for your email, David. Yeah. Um, the GA podcast at gmail.com is where you can email us in. Uh, you can also find us on facebook.com slash the GA podcast. We're at um, iTunes, Android, the Windows Store as well, where you can find us under the Gap or the GA Podcast. Rate and review us on there. It helps other people find the show. 
And you can check out our website, which is thegapodcast.com for all the past episodes and our Discord channel, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Yes. Which, uh, type that in. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically a like voice chat slash text communication tool. Uh, and you can use that while playing video games as well to talk to your squad and mm-hmm. uh, also send people messages. And I guess it's kind of like the next level on top of TeamSpeak or um, what were the other tools that you could kind of use? Um, what was the other one? TeamSpeak. Ventrilo. Yeah, Ventrilo. So like it's a better version of that. It's fucking way better than, than any of those two. Um, yeah, it's really good. So check that out if you're not sure about it. But uh, what else have we got? Twitter.com slash podcast. Did I say that already? I'm not sure. Anyway, that's where you can find us. And uh, you can also find me at Twitter.com slash LukeLaurie, which is L-A-W-R-I-E. And Survivor.com for my articles and things I write about as well. Mm-hmm. Go do that. My article of Dead by Daylight went up last week. Nice. Go read it. Cool. You? Uh, Redbull.com. Uh, there's now an esports tab on Redbull.com. Finally. AU. Uh, finally. So all my stuff is now under esports, which puts a lot of pressure on me, if I'm being honest. Because now people uh, can see stuff. They're like, shit. They, it's not like it's not filtered in between a whole bunch of other stuff by really good writers. So, yeah, now it's just me uh, and all the writers overseas that I feed content in from. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but you can go read about the WGL uh world of tanks finals uh, i got a big interview with some players and uh the head of competitive um so that's pretty good and um my titanfall 2 review my battlefield 1 review they're going still still amazing on oz gamers uh of course as all my reviews are uh you'll find more about that i guess by the end of this week by the time this is up i should have call another review up on ign yes call of duty that's why i'm not going to pax yeah. Uh, I'm reviewing Call of Duty Infinite Warfare for fucking IGN, which uh, I go, I ha- keep having like, I-, I go through like waves. I'm like, I'm like, Dreading oh, this, this is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait. And then I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. It's what the fucking Doom guy. He's back cre- again. Yep. <laughs> or it's, it's going to go either one way or the other, right? Like, yep. you're either going to like it and they'll be like, it's the fucking Doom guy. Of course he's like, what the fuck? Like, he didn't even like Doom. Or you mm-hmm. can shit on it. Everyone's going to be like, it's the fucking Doom guy. Like, of course he's not going to like it. Yeah, he has, he has shooters. Yeah. So either way, it's going to be like... Oh, it's the Doom guy's back. I'm so fucked. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I'm so fucked. Oh, God. Anyway. um, Yeah. IGN for that one. IGN for that one. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about PAX. PAX. Um, you'll, be at, you'll be at PAX. If you're at PAX, you should say hello to Luke. Sh- sure. If you can find me. If <laughs> you can find me. Try the, the sports bar at the casino. No. <laughs> I won't be there. What? Why not? I looked it up and they're showing it, but they're not going to have any audio. They're going to be, they're going to have the audio on the, um, the Melbourne horse racing. And I'm like, fuck that. So I I looked up a bunch of sports bars today and I found one. Uh, and I'm hoping because they don't have their schedule up yet. They're they only do like three days in advance. Right. Um, so I got to check later on during the week. It's like a couple blocks from my hotel and, uh, I might go down there. Because the Lakers are playing the Warriors and the Bulls are playing someone. The Knicks? 
maybe. Cool. I think. I, I don't know. So, anyway, Saturday is pretty much a write-off for me. I'll be at the bar uh, drinking from maybe midday. Nice. And then, um, yeah, Bulls and Knicks and then Lakers and Warriors. Yeah, and then later that night we've got uh, more drinks. It, fucking every night we've got drinks. It's going to be stupid. Sweet. Yeah, but come say hi if you see me and I will say yes. hi back. Totally. Uh, I'm going to play a lot of indie games. Board games. Like in, maybe maybe board games. I don't know. Maybe some magic. Go say hello to our friends at the magic table. You should go see if they've got Secret Hitler at the um at the board game er- oh, area. Just fucking smash everyone. And just s- call people Hitler a lot. Yep. Just be just really the, loud about just it. Just everybody. Everyone's Hitler. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Perfect. Um, we'll be back next week next week yeah yeah uh otherwise um yeah i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna call this episode probably something about me smashing you at titanfall the mighty ducks or maybe i'll just call it quack i don't know what should i call it uh <laughs> what about go fuck yourself <laughs> i don't think we can do that well how do you what about how um, do you plan on getting you know a tesla uh, with slogans like that. That's true. What about, what about, what about Job was robbed? Job was robbed? Yep. No. Because no. Then, then you'll never get a Tesla because it'd be like he's, he can't keep his possessions intact. I don't think you get to blame the person who got robbed for being robbed. I don't think that's how that works. Uh, we'll see. Oh my God. We'll see. Anyway, I posted about the weather in Melbourne. It's going to be shit. Just so everyone I saw. Knows. I saw. It's fucking Lots- terrible. A lot of salty Melbourneites. Yeah. Well, yep. if they had better weather, yeah, maybe I'd be excited. But every time I fucking go down there for packs, it's pissing down rain. Exactly. Like every single time. It's it's some sort of joke. I don't know. It doesn't rain yep. here much. It's stupid. True. It did rain on the weekend. Not Just once. Just it did. Sure. All right. Sorry. All right. That's it. We'll All right. Bye.